Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Heat of Waves. This is J Mac here coming to you with Mr. Brad Stone. What up, Mr. J Bones? Good day, boys. J Bones, a little day. under the weather. Yeah, sorry, I'm a bit sick, so if I sound a bit off or coughing, I apologize in advance. So. Yep, no worries. So today we're going to be talking about uh, UFC, UFC yep. 227 last night. 227, then we're going to touch on the uh, Conor McGregor and Khabib Nurmagomedov fight. Uh, <laughs> Nicely done. So, thank you. And yeah, we'll get into that whenever. I just have to call. So who, I can't say the first name at all. I don't even try. It's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. So which one do we want to get into first? <clears throat> Obviously the co-main event. Sure. Yeah, the new champion, Henry Cejudo. Oh, man. Did anybody think that that was a robbery? I did not. I thought it was a justified decision. I thought 100% Cejudo won that fight. I thought Mighty Mouse didn't do really anything. I thought he might have won one round, maybe two. But I have to go back and rewatch it. But I thought Cejudo controlled the whole fight. He got a couple of knockdowns, a couple of takedowns. He had top control pretty much the entire fight. He won pretty much in all aspects of the fight, and I thought it was completely justified. Okay, J-Mac? Well, uh, I honestly just caught some of the replays. I was at work, but uh, that being said, from what I saw on the replays, whether it was biased or not, it looked to me like Cejudo totally dominated as well. Um, Now, granted, usually whenever somebody wins, especially whenever they dethrone a champion, that's pretty much the highlights that are going to be shown. But from everything that I saw, it looked pretty justified. It kind of looked like uh, Cejudo maintained top control. He took took a Mighty Mouse down at will. He was landing heavy punches. He was being a menace to him. He wasn't letting Mighty Mouse fight his fight. He was making him fight Cejudo's fight, which is always kind of the idea. Now, the only thing that I kind of disagree with is it was a split decision. And when you take take the belt from a champ, in my opinion, you need to really take it from him. So I, I, I always like to see a more decisive fight, albeit as, I mean, I, I didn't see the fight, honestly, so I can't really say 100% what that means, but I did hear kind of both ways that there was a little bit of maybe robbery, but I've also heard, like Mr. J-Bone says, that it was pretty decisive. So, um Either way, championship fights usually like to see a finish, but what can you do? Hopefully, uh, they'll give him the justified rematch since he's been the GOAT for as long as he has. Well, that's exactly right. It just sets up the trilogy now because Mighty Mouse won the first fight, and Cejudo squeaks through this razor-thin split decision. So now there couldn't be really any more build-up for a trilogy. I also saw that uh, Cejudo rolled his ankle. Man, how how do you go through that in a fight and still maintain? Like, my ankles are bad. I've played sports my whole life, basically growing up, and rolled my ankles. Have you seen Mighty Mouse's times. foot after the fight? I think he posted something on social media, and he's got the, it's just a swollen foot, and he's it looks like a I don't know, hundred and eighty pound woman's foot. It's just like. Well, Fat toes, fat foot. It doesn't look like some tiny little dude's foot. That's because he was landing a lot of kicks. I think it was due to a lot of kicks because, I mean, it's not like he got stomped or 
he got a he, lot of kicks probably, blocked. He was throwing a lot of kicks. He was, well, that's what I'm saying. Got through. A lot of them did on the leg kicks, but not Those as leg much. kicks. Though Good. that's that's the top of your foot where there's a bunch of bones on somebody's shin that Ouch. their shin is used to taking kicks. So it's very plausible that he has just a little broken bone in there or something like that, and it's just swollen up because if you break that early in the fight and then you continue to fucking fight on it, it's not – yeah, it says right here, uh, he suffered a torn LCL and a broken foot in UFC wow. 27. See? So, I mean, I didn't know that. I couldn't tell by the way he was fighting, but I want to go back to what you guys were saying, debating that, because I want to debate that because I think it was robbery. I've the reason why a lot I say of comments of people on the MMA forums that think it was robbery as well, so you're not alone there. Well, no, but the reason why I say that, not to be any different from you guys on this and trying to have an argumentative point, it's just the fact that I watched the whole freaking fight, and to me, like you said, J-Mac, you have to really – take it from a champ, right? You have to either knock right. them, tap them, choke them, whatever maybe. I mean, yeah, choking is the same as tapping. But still, <clears throat> I mean, I didn't see that. I saw a great fight. I'll give him that because I thought it was over as soon as he rolled his ankle because that was in the first, like, minute, minute and a half of the fight. I was like, oh, shit. That motherfucker's full, or foot just, like, folded out from under him, babe. Did you see that? Yeah. He was watching it. Just, I was yeah, like, it looked bad. I was just like, oh, and then I was I, – not from what I've seen. I mean – he, I mean, he took him down a few times, so I'll give him that. So maybe that's where he got the edge. And I mean, the strikes to me look the same. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a judge. I'm not a technical judge, but still, I've seen it the other way. I think you have to really take it at him. Yeah, he took him down a few times, but to me, that's not enough to give him the win by justification. So I'm glad, yeah. Like you said, Jay Bones, possibly third matchup. Well, to your point, yes, he, you do kind of have to beat the champ to take the belt, but – he beat him like so. They fought five rounds, and at the end of the fifth, there's nobody's been stopped. So you go to the judges. He won in my eyes. I thought he won four out of the five rounds. Definitely three. Um, I thought going into that fifth round, it could have been three one. Best case, two to two. And all the judges' scorecards, it was two to two. So does anybody have the stats? There's an argument for that. Like I said, uh, I'd have to go back and rewatch it again, but. I thought Mighty Mouse, you know, going into that fifth round, he had to do something. He was down and needed at least to win that round, if not get a stoppage. And he just kind of didn't do anything. And I thought when Cejudo won that fifth round, look, that's the, he played by the rules. You win – if no, nobody gets a stop, you win more rounds than the other guy, then you beat him. So he did beat true. him. Like, true. What, what more do you want from him? Ah, I don't know. I just the way I seen it, it, just you have to be more aggressive. I mean, I don't know. They just they just scored it really weak. Then I guess to me they didn't. You know what I mean? Like you really have to like we all said you really have to take it to a champ to take it from the champ. Well, take it's done one now, so we'll watch the trilogy I'm, and see who the better man is. I'd like to see a third one just to get that that clear so, picture. Cejudo is no joke. He's an Olympic gold medalist. No, no, so no. He's the first gold medalist and Olympic. Or and UFC champion. That's like uh, no, nobody else has ever done that. He's a great wrestler. I'll give him that. Like he's a strong dude. He don't look as tough as he is. So what do we think of the main event? Uh, who, who did you pick in the, going into uh, that fight? Who did dude, you have picked? Kidding me? Who didn't? Who didn't have Dillashaw? Well, I picked TJ in the first fight, but I thought Cody was going to win the second fight. The second yeah, you did. Trilogy. You did say that in one of our last podcasts. I do remember you saying that. Yeah. I was I was actually pretty surprised that TJ just put it to him the way he did. Man, 
I, it was quick. I, you know what's funny? Is me and my, like I said, me and my old lady were watching. I stayed up till past midnight to watch it. God, and I was tired as hell going to work today. But still, uh, I was like, damn, babe. After like a minute, minute and a half into the fight, I was like, damn, this one's going to be a quick one. And it was. How about first the toughness run? of Cody to not not only get not get knocked out, but he didn't even go down. Like, he did go down, but he got back to his feet. And Real quick. TJ, he, he still yeah, didn't go down. Knee. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Props I, uh, to the toughness of Cody. Holy he shit. He still kind of, yeah, he looked at the ref and was kind of like, oh, come on, man. Like, he, he still wanted to keep going. Like, and he was getting fucking lit up. Yeah. He was getting pummeled. Yeah, but he was defending. I'll give him that. He was defending and moving and looked like he was trying to make a move right there when he finally called it. I mean, I may have... The referee had the fighters, that fighter's health in their mind. I thought it was the perfect stoppage. I thought it was the perfect stoppage. No, I'm not saying you robbed a stoppage or nothing. A lot of um, disagreements with Herb. I thought he's gotten a bit worse over the years. He used to be one of the best. He's kind of middle of the road these days, but I thought that was the excellent stoppage. Oh, me too. Props, Props to him on that one. Yeah, it's it's hard to justify that if you really think about it, right? He gave Cody every chance, and Cody, yeah. like I said, showed his toughness. But at some point, you just got to call it. Like, at what point is enough enough? I See, thought, before, I he before the fight, time. I thought it was going to be a like a easily a three round fight, and then somebody was going to get knocked out, and that was it. No tap outs, none of that shit. Because I just thought both of those guys were just going for the chin. No, those little dudes just go out there swinging. Right. That's what I was, but I was like, man, I'd like to see it go a little longer than this. <laughs> but I thought it was nice to see him shake hands afterwards too and kind of squash the beef. Once they didn't. They didn't uh, bump fist uh, coming out. Cody, you refused to again. Bump, didn't he? Yeah, I yeah. saw a funny yeah. meme on Twitter that said that was the only time Cody didn't get touched by uh, TJ's <laughs> gloves. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, what I did like hearing about is that someone asked him after the fight to Dillashaw and he was like hey now is everything behind you guys is the beef over and all that shit or whatever however the guy put it but he's like well yeah it's history now because I beat him twice <laughs> I mean so that's that pretty much <clears throat> next okay you guys were talking earlier about the stats on the Cejudo Johnson fight yeah I'd like to see uh, <clears throat> landed pardon me one second uh so with uh, this is from UFC.com. It's like literally from their website. So uh, it says uh, it starts with control, and that says Demetrius Johnson had 37 seconds of control throughout the fight. Cejudo had four minutes and 16 seconds yeah, of control. No question there. 37 uh, seconds. Uh, knockdowns are both at zero. Total uh, strikes. I thought he had a couple of knockdowns. Maybe I have to go and rewatch it, but I could have swore. Maybe they were slips, but. Like I said, I didn't watch the whole fight, and this is what, like, this is from UFC website. So, I mean, there's no reason to be biased. Um, total strikes is 110 for Johnson. Cejudo had 71. Johnson landed 62%. He threw 178, so he landed 110 of 178 for 62%. Okay. Cejudo landed 71 of 177 for 40%. So the landing percentage was much higher for Johnson. Um, also, on uh, significant strikes, uh, Johnson landed 68 of 136 for even 50%, and Cejudo landed 47 of 148 for uh, 31%. So significant strikes were won by Johnson as well. Takedowns, no question. 
uh, 5-0 for Cejudo over Johnson. Johnson was 0 for 2, and uh, Cejudo was 5 of 14. God, I didn't realize he, so, he had that many attempts at a takedown. So, and with 5 of 14, that can you can argue, is that more is that is five better than blocking nine of them, you know, or like what was a better stat there is, is nine takedowns defended better than four or five, five gotten. But I guess it depends on the, con- I mean, obviously he gained control from those takedowns. He took the champ down and so, manhandled him like all five times. I don't know. I thought, he clearly won the fight. I'll just leave it at that. Well, this this right here is why you have more than two judges for a fight. Because you can see one fight and see two totally different things. That's kind of one of the beauties about fighting. You can One person can be watching Johnson solely and see them not doing well and just think they're doing terrible. Or one person can watch Johnson solely and think that they're having the fight of their, fight of their life. You know, it's all kind of perspective on what you're... No, I mean no. I mean both of you. It, it all depends on your perspective of what that fighter is doing. If you if you want if you think that fighter is going to go out there and throw hands and land the, like land hands to be considered a good fighter, if you think that you know if their game plan is jujitsu or whatever, like every fighter's got a game plan. So I mean, it all depends on what you're looking for that fighter to come out and do. I guess. So I'm just saying that if you are looking for something totally different, you can be really let down by a fighter's game plan or you can just be really confused about what's going on or whatever, you know, in, in my opinion. And that's my opinion. That's why I always say that my opinion about like basketball and stuff like that is very skewed because I don't watch it. I just look at the numbers and what's going on with uh, like the replays and stuff. I, I've, I never have time to watch basketball games or anything like that. But I so you try to make all the time that I can to be as educated as possible. So let's um, jump ahead real quick and go to UFC 228, which is uh, Woodley versus Till for the welterweight championship. Now, this card, what do you guys think of this? This card has three out of the five fights on the main card are going to be women's fights. Really? With, uh, the women's flyweight as the uh, flyweight championship as the co-main, Nico Montano versus Valentina Shevchenko. That one's supposed and to be... You've got Jessica Andrade versus Karolina Kovalkiewicz and Carlos Sparza versus Tatiana Suarez. So the last fight on the car or on the main card is Jair Rodriguez versus uh, Zabit. J Mac, you might have to help me with this last one. Magamo Sharapov. Magamo Med Sharapov. I just call him Zabit. Yair versus Zabit. So it's not really. Yeah, yeah it looks like Magomed Sharapov to me. In the days where the UFC is only concerned about these big money fights and that, how. What do you think? Are they trying to punish Tyron Woodley or what? Like, how, how can this be a pay per view card? Like, yeah, are, I you, really... are you kidding me? <laughs> That's I mean, not even going to the... sell 100,000 buys. I, I'll bet anybody on that. John Dodson's way on the undercard as well. I don't know. It's like um, Darren Till's really good, but I mean, I mean, obviously, so is Woodley Champ. But he's a beast. I don't know. Like that. That is a very like. It's an intriguing fight. Card. But how are you gonna? I don't know. Who's selling it? I mean, the fight night card. Um, the next fight night card. Um, the end of this month 
is better, in my opinion, than than that. Justin Gaethje versus James Vick, Michael Johnson, Andre Feely, Courtney Casey versus Angela Hill, Jake Ellenberger, Brian Barberina, Andrew Sanchez versus Antonio Braganetto, and Eric Anders. That dude's exciting, too, versus Tim Williams. Yeah. That's a better card than that. James Krause on the undercard. Yeah. You know who I'm excited about? The fucking Conor McGregor fucking Khabib finally. Oh, hell yeah. So <laughs> Conor's going to come back and what? Khabib in one round? Or is Khabib going to take him down? That's what's going to happen is he's going to have to come out and ice him because he's got – like he's not that good on the ground and Khabib has showed that he is the best at putting you on the ground and – Beating the fucking living tar out of you while he's doing it. And he does it quick. He, he has. Here is my fearless prediction for that fight. You heard it here first. This is exactly what's going to happen. Take it to the bank. Connor is all he's doing is going to set up Khabib and land some crushing knee right when Khabib goes for his first takedown. He's going to knock him out with a knee. Really? He's so smart. Connor's got the smartest fight IQ that nobody even gives him credit for. But That's true. He is going to crush Khabib. He's going to knock him out. If it's not a left hand, I think it's going to be a knee. I think he's going to get super sharp. I can sharp. see that happening. I can and see that happening. I think he's going to – he knows all Khabib's going to try and do is go for the takedown. He's, he's going to set him up. do what he did against Jose Aldo. He's going to set him up, and he's going to crush him with a knee. That's your bold prediction. I like it. You got one? I got one after you. Well, in my opinion, that's what it's going to take. Because if he doesn't do something like that, and he doesn't do something like that early, Khabib is going to take him down, and he's going to punish him. Like It's not going to be a fun night if it goes to the ground. It doesn't matter if Connor takes him to the ground, or Khabib takes Connor to the ground. It doesn't matter how it goes. If they go to the ground... It's a bad night for Connor. If it stays on the feet, Connor's got everybody, every chance in the world. He's got every like he's that's 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 his bread and butter. So, but there's no way that Khabib is gonna just stand and bang with him. That that won't happen. And if it does, then holy cow, that would be fun to watch. But that's not happening. Well, so. on that note, it is happening by my bold, bold prediction on that. I think they're going to stand up, bang it out. It's going to go two to three rounds, and someone's getting knocked out. And oh, my money, I hope. My money is that, like what we were just kind of talking about here, is that, one, like I said, Khabib is really quick. He comes out the gate and tries to take you down like you guys were just talking about. Tries to fucking take you down and ground and pound your bitch ass. And he has to people. <laughs> So I'm worried about that, but just like That's Jay the Bruce. only chance Khabib has. He's seen against this fight against Aya Quinta. He just, when he tries to stay in a box, he keeps his chin up high, and he's I don't, he's suspect on the feet. He's, his only chance is to take it to the ground. Conor McGregor's IQ, it is. His, his fighting, it's like John Bones Jones, whether you like him or not, Jay Bones, he's the same way. Those guys learn how you fight in a fight and then beat your ass. So, but my money's on Conor McGregor regardless. I love the guy. He's fucking talented as shit. He's smart as shit, and he's funny as shit. And any guy that can make me laugh while beating people's asses and before and afterwards when he does it. And, and he backs it up. Right, he calls it's it out. Mac. He calls the round. Right. He calls it's it out. True. 
So that's I can see Connor, but it's I think it's going to be a fantastic fucking fight. I would love to see it. I would love to see it happen. Come over to my house. I haven't watched a fight in quite a while, so that would actually be really fun to do. That would be the biggest fight in UFC history. That's what I was. I would love to see what the undercard uh, ends up being because it's going to be stacked. Because that that everybody's going to want to watch that fight. so Hopefully, Khabib can it, make weight. Can how how long until John Jones is back? Uh, sometime this month he can be reinstated. That's all I know. So we could have a John Jones fight on there as well. Oh my God, that would be sick if he and am I, am I calling that out right now? Who are John we? John Jones, DC at heavyweight. He does have the belt. So yeah. What, what, so watch watch Jones steamroll DC DC again. <laughs> well, here's the thing. DC's weight. Well, we were talking about earlier. He hardly steamrolled him in the last fight. He got his ass whipped in the first round. He got KO'd. He had kick. Go back and watch it, homie. But that would be a monstrous fight. I would love it. I would love both those. Those that's the co-main event, and then the fucking main event is Khabib and McGregor. That would be a fun card. Yeah. But we also have quite a quite a while until that happens, and October anything can happen. Right. What would be the main event? McGregor? Oh, yeah. It would have to be. Jones? Yeah. Who who else should be around to fight at that time? Who else is coming off of a fight? Or somebody should be fighting? Aldo just fought. He could be on the undercard on that. Or not undercard necessarily, but he could be well, fighting against somebody on that. DC's fighting Brock next, so DC recently said that if for any reason Brock doesn't make weight or doesn't make it to the fight or whatever, that he would take a rematch with Felipe. You and I, and well, everybody knows Brock is going to piss hotter than lava. <laughs> so unless they figure out a way to do it around his cycle, I don't know how that fight's going to happen. <laughs> It's time. <laughs> no, his steroid cycle. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's blatantly obvious that he's on some st- stuff. So like he's, he's, he's been, been such a jerk off. Fuck that dude. On something. I know what he's been around here, but I want to go back and make a conspiracy theory real quick about the UFC. <clears throat> and it seems like it may unfold just the way we're talking. Think about it. Conor McGregor threw the fucking dolly through Khabib's bus, right? And uh-huh. he was going to get in all this trouble. And what happened to him? He got five, like five hours community service and this big fine or some shit. Think about it. <clears throat> and they let him back because Nate Diaz stormed off of the fucking whatever the stage or whatever when they announced a Khabib and uh, Conor McGregor fight just the other night, a couple nights ago or whatever it was. But and then tweeted, fuck the UFC. Right, right. So think about it. You know they're going to reinstate John Jones this month. How much money would that fucking make if that did happen, if John Jones was on there too? But they're not going to do that, I don't think. Choice. If he wants to fight again, it's going to be up to Dana White where he fights. And Dana said last time he got in big-time trouble that he was never going to let him headline a fight again. And then he fucked up again. I I know he does. What better to be the co-headline or co-main than – a John Jones fight. And that's where my C3 comes in a little bit. Does I don't think sense? that they'll make him a main event main o- right off. Okay. I was just wanting your input on that as well. I didn't know. Well, I, 
fuck. I, yeah, I, I could be wrong. I'm Jay Bones, you're completely right. Dana White has said many things, and many other things have happened. He said that girls would never fight in the UFC. But So, yeah, who knows, but I don't see him. I, I see them making the most well, – all they care about is money fights. What is a bigger money fight than Conor Khabib and then John Jones somebody – and then DC Stipe or DC Brock or whatever, like that would, that would almost be like UFC 100 back in the day, or UFC 200. Right, the like, guns. It was ridiculous some of those cards that they had. Right. But so, what are we all on McGregor on this one? I've got McGregor. I want to see McGregor win, but I don't know if it'll happen. Ooh, I like that. So two McGregor's, one Khabib. I, I, and I don't even know if I want to say that Khabib will win. I really kind of like J-Bones' uh, little theory there. I can totally see him doing that. That's exactly what he did to Jose Aldo, but in a different way. He said that uh, Connor said after the fight and stuff, he was like, I saw him uh, standing there and I saw his his hand twitching. Like I saw him easily or like visibly pissed off and I knew that he was going to come out and just go nuts on me so I knew that I had to land this and that it would be there and that's why I kept trying to piss him off and piss him off and piss him off and I mean that's Jimmy's right or J-Bones or whatever like Connor does have an outrageous IQ when it comes to like making you do what he wants you to do. He has a way to get inside your head that people don't even know that he's there, but he is. he just he consumes you and then there's nothing you can do about it but he feeds do what he wants you to do. And then the yeah, bigger he, the moment the better he is. The more that he can get inside your head, the better he gets at it. And that think about like I mean, I know that he did not win against uh, Mayweather, but think about He's not a boxer. He's never been a boxer, and he went seven or eight rounds ten. with fuck, ten. Ten, ten rounds with fucking Mayweather. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Like he just has a gift and an ability. And if his gas tank would have been a little bit better, if he wouldn't have been trying to throw some of those power punches, and if they would have, you know, maybe had a little bit smaller gloves or made it to where Connor had a little bit more of advantage. Like, yeah, or just didn't stop it right off. Like, Connor knows what he's doing. Connor said himself like, in that fight that he said he wishes Mayweather would have knocked him out for an actual knockout if it was going to be a knockout, not stop the right. fight, which I did too. Right. Con- Connor is kind of special. I mean, he, he, he does things that nobody would ever dream of, of doing, you know, and he, he brings it, do- does him in stride. <laughs> it's another fucking day. He's a t- remember him when Jeremy Stevens spoke up and he said, who the fuck is that <laughs> who the, guy? That's who the, the fuck is this? Funniest line I ever heard anybody come up with. Right? And it was just off the top. He <laughs> cracks my shit constantly. I was, I've been watching UFC or Ultimate Fighter season 22 that he's been on with uh, Favor. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. He was just dripping all over Favor on that. I think he's going to win it. I think it's going to be a great fucking fight. My God, it's going to be a fantastic fight. I can't wait. It's too far away. 
I know I'll do everything I can to be able to watch it. Like I said, I haven't seen a good good card in a while, and that one would be the one to take Just off work for. Pray to the MMA gods. Yeah. Nothing happens camp. Please, just make this one. <laughs> and, honestly, not only that, pray that they both legitimately stay healthy. Oh, yes. And don't, like, come into the fight hurt, and then you get a total different Conor McGregor, or, you know, or, you know a total different Khabib, or whatever you're looking at. Like, let's just hope everything goes perfect. Oh, sure. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I well, no fighter is really ever a hundred percent whenever they go in. But God no, like let's just hope that they're all as healthy as they can be. Of course, they're going to be as good as they can be. Unless, <laughs> unless someone throws a fight, nobody wants to see that either. Well, yeah, let's hope that never happens. Seth Bradley heated waves. It's Mister Turetsky, UFC two twenty nine. The fighting Irish Conor McGregor versus Habibah Nurmagomedov. What are your thoughts? Hey, Mr. Tereski, this is Mr. Bradley, aka Mr. Bradstone, on the show. He waves, man. I appreciate you coming by, stopping by, and uh, asking a question and sending us a voicemail, man. We love these. I would love to get fifty a day if we could get them. Um, if you go back and listen to our show that we did. Um, it's called UFC 227, which we reviewed the UFC 227. And then also we, uh, did our predictions on the Khabib and McGregor. So, uh, go back and listen to that, man. And, uh, it'll tell you everything you need to know, but I'm just going to go ahead and let you know right now. My money's on McGregor unless it goes to the ground. If it goes to the ground, uh, I don't know. <laughs> McGregor's not very tough on his back, <clears throat> but who knows? I mean, I see this fight standing up, and they go toe-to-toe, and whoever gets knocked down first is going to be the loser, hands down. But my money's on Conor McGregor, the notorious. So mark my words on that one. But either way, God, it's going to be phenomenal. Seth Bradley, Mr. Bradstones, Mr. Turetsky again. Yes, sir, heated waves. In my world, I like to see... Conor McGregor versus Amanda Nunes. Yeah, the only person that could shut his mouth. <laughs>